This is a Soulfire production. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am here with my co-host for for today's season of podcast recording. <laughs> Camille. Hello. Hi Camille. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so happy to have you here. Here I am again. So what I want to know is what I want to know is what did you think of me when you first met me? Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh okay, when I first met you. Well, I'm trying to think like just initial first impression. The first thing that I remember about you from meeting you for the first time was you were talking about it was like oh god first um like the first month or so of covid and i didn't know you at all <laughs> i'm and, so scared of where this is going no don't be scared Continue. it's good um and me and sam walked up to your apartment you were going to bring us some bread and um and you came down and sam was just asking like you know how are you how are things going and you're like oh my God, so good. Like I'm, I'm, my clients are doing really well. Like I'm getting all of this traction. Like so many people are wanting to work with me. And I was like, whoa, that's cool. I didn't know anything about you or like what you did. Oh, cool. But I was like, oh, she, she owns her own business clearly. And like, it's doing really well. Like I was intrigued. Mm -hmm. Um, and you just seemed like really light and positive and I was like she's cool I want to be her friend oh that makes me happy yeah wait so Sam hadn't talked about me before um <laughs> god I'm having a hard time remembering it just I'm I, sure she had it's so funny because I feel like everybody I meet through I don't know I feel like at this point everybody I'm meeting in like Maine, San Diego has everybody has like heard something about me. And at this point, I'm like, God, what have you, like, what, what, are, what are you saying? I don't, who, who mentioned me? Cause that yeah. will change, you know, what you think. Totally. Uh, and it was like this joke for me when I was meeting all of your friends, because I think people expected they're like, wait, you're Christina, the healer. Like, like thinking I was going to be a 75 year old. <laughs> woman in a robe <laughs> yeah it was kind of what I what I picked up that people were expecting <laughs> oh my god that's so funny yeah I think everyone that you yeah that you've met now like through me and Sam yeah mm -hmm. initially was like wow you're not what I expected at all yeah people thought you would be like wearing I don't know some like shaman outfit <laughs> yeah. and have like be carrying crystals around <laughs> But not, you look I mean, so normal. Not totally off, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> the other day I was I was with my friend and we we're out and she just like literally pulls a, a crystal out of her bra and I was like <laughs> we're this is where we're at right now. You would totally I do love that. it. Yeah. I love it. Well that was that was very sweet of you. Thank you for that yeah. nice first impression. Yeah. Of cool. And then how did that shift as you got to know me better? I think, I think at, at first too, I was like, and this is partially just like me and how, and how I am. I was like, I don't know if she likes me, like if, cause I feel, felt like we met in more of a, like you gave me advice on, um, what nutrition program to do. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, she's kind of, she's been a nutritionist. She's like really walked that path. And I felt like it was more like businessy for a little while. Yeah. And then 
I don't know. I think it shifted after Sam and I came here for that energy healing kind of later in 2020. Mm -hmm. And then we started hanging out more because I remember you came to my birthday dinner. Yeah. That early 2021. Yeah. And that's when I think we started hanging out. Yeah. That birthday dinner. That was it. Yeah. At Urbanwood. Yeah. You know what I want to ask you? Do you feel like you're different with me than you are with other people? A little bit. A little bit. And I think, I think most people I think everybody is. probably would say this if they're being fully honest is that with you, because you, you've said this before, like you see through people's BS, you see through the illusions, you see through the masks that they put up. And so with you, there's no point, <laughs> there's yeah. no point in doing any of that. And it's like, it's so refreshing because you don't have to perform at all, you mm-hmm. know? And I think a lot of people, whether it's conscious or not, they are being performative in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, with you, you don't have to put on any type of, you don't have to, it's not exhausting to be around. Like you, you can just be fully yourself. And that's how I, yeah, that's how I feel with you. Like I don't have to, I can just show up in my most authentic energy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like life-giving almost. Whereas like, you know, some, some of those other friends where like, you're like, okay, like it's exhausting being around them or it can be. Yeah. With you, it's, it's not like that at all. Well, that makes me happy. And then I'm also like, are they really friends if we have to perform around them or if they're exhausting? Yeah, no, they're not. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't feel, I guess, okay, let me back up. I don't feel like I have to perform in my other friendships per se. Um, but I just feel more, I guess, like fully accepted around you, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Well, I'm, I love hearing that. That makes me happy. I think there's something like, you can't lie to me. You can't. And so people who are used to lying. Run away from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they avoid me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's like if you're comfortable with the truth and like, you know what I mean? And that's what I love about all of our friends. It's being able to call each other out on the bullshit and actually like wanting that. Like, no, tell me where I'm in my way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm asking because I genuinely want you to like call me out, you know, and that's what totally. I really appreciate mm-hmm. um, because that's how you grow, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's how you actually have a deep like relationship, but it's just, it's interesting for me because I think especially when I kind of get to know different friend groups and, you know, people talk about each other, just, Oh, this person's like this. Oh, they won't want to do that. Oh, they'll do that. You know? Mm -hmm. And you, you get that whole idea of somebody and then I meet someone. And so often I'm like, do your friends even know you? Like what's going on here? Right. Like people really, I don't know. It's like, like, where are you not being fully honest with everybody? Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the like triggering things about doing energy work, right. Or working with an intuitive of like, oh, I literally can't lie. Yeah. Right. And someone's going to like reflect back to me where I might be. I don't know. It's interesting. But the other Mm -hmm. side of that is because I think this is a really fascinating dynamic. Like, like I want to hear from your perspective because I understand it's different to be friends with me than it is other people. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it, a different it dynamic, you know? So what, 
what is like surprising about that for you? What is different for that about that for you? Like, can we explore that? Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I was telling someone this recently, like you're just very different from, from my other friends and not necessarily from my, you're just a very unique person. Like when I met you, no one was like, I, no one in my sphere was living a life exactly like I wanted to be living, if that makes sense. But then I met you and you, I was like, that's, you were the first person I met where I was like, that's what I Mm -hmm. am aiming towards. Yeah. Because for reference, like, so you were in your other job and like you hadn't yet gone into coaching. And Mm -hmm. I think that's another big barrier. It's like a lot of people think that they can't make this great income off coaching. Right. Or like, that's going to be a really hard thing. Mm -hmm. So there's that angle too. If you know me at all, you know that I am drinking electrolytes all the time. I really don't drink any plain water, (laughs) to be honest. I'm always drinking Element electrolytes and it has completely shifted how I feel physically, emotionally, energetically, and spiritually. Doing a lot of energy work, channeling, and really just raising my frequency. I really need to pay attention to my electrolytes being in balance and also eating a whole foods-based diet. I ate a really clean diet and it's easy for our electrolytes to get out of balance. I did not realize that that was what was causing a lot of my constant cravings, random headaches, random muscle cramps. It was affecting my sleep and my concentration and my focus. If you're struggling focusing or have any of those random symptoms, try drinking electrolytes. It completely changed my life. And I'm really excited because I know a lot of you are already obsessed with elements like I am, and they've actually updated the offer that comes with my code. So even if you are a return customer, you can still get a free sample pack. If you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC, that link is in the show notes, but I'm obsessed with element because they are the cleanest electrolytes by far on the market. I would expect nothing less from co-founder Rob Wolf. I'm sure a lot of you are already familiar with Rob as well, but he was one of the most important people for me in my health journey and getting into paleo and health and wellness originally, because he is so research focused. And what I love about element is it's super effective. It has a science backed electrolyte ratio, 1000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams potassium and 60 milligrams magnesium. So it actually works and it doesn't have any of the junk, any of the sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, none of that stuff. And it tastes amazing. My favorite flavors are the citrus, salt, the watermelon, the grapefruit, and the chocolate. I'm drinking the chocolate right now. I have a cup of coffee with me and I always put the chocolate in my coffee and then you don't even need any sweetener or anything and it gives this little like mocha flavor. So if you're on a whole foods based diet, if you are active, if you do any type of fasting, if you struggle with concentration, focus, cravings, get your hands on some Element electrolytes. And like I said, Element has updated the offer. So if you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC, 
you will get a free sample pack with any purchase. The sample pack includes one packet of every flavor, so you can try all of the flavors. And this offer is available for both new and returning customers. So if you place an order, go to drinkelement.com CTC, get whatever calls to you, and you will get a free sample pack with every single flavor inside. Again, this is also for returning customers. And they offer no questions asked refunds on all orders. You don't even have to send it back. So if you place an Element order and you don't like it, you can literally just email hello at drinkelement.com and they will refund you and you literally don't even have to send it back. They have the best customer service in the world. Again, drinkelement.com, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. That will be in the show notes below. Get your hands on this stuff. It will change your life. It tastes so good. And I've never felt so energized, so focused. I can't live without it. If you watch my Instagram stories, you, you've probably seen that I'm stalked for at least three years because... I can't live without it. So check it out. Cannot wait to hear how much you love it. Yeah. Yeah. So you were very like expansive for me right away. And I was like, I was very drawn to that. Think about that word expansive. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel, I mean, I definitely have, um, some other friends in my life that, that are expanders for me, but, um, you, you especially were, cause you really wanted to help, mm -hmm. you know? And I think just like the, the caliber of conversations we were having and, um, like how much you cared about helping me level up. Cause I really wanted to, mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure how, um, it was just really refreshing, like much deeper conversations really going into the almost like therapy in a way, like we would, we would just have really deep talks mm -hmm. about our past and how that affected us. Yeah. And and I'm really curious too. And I felt like we were both able to really hold space for each other in yeah. a way where like just a deeper level um, than than some of my other friendships, I'd say. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're like, you were, I feel like really ready to like go to your next level on the spiritual journey. Right. And then totally. I'm like, yeah, you're from Lumeria and you... <laughs> <laughs> who's this, like, who this chick it's just like it's it's funny because I was thinking about this with some of our other friends and like just the way I posted a meme the other day where it was like when I hear myself talking about astrology talking about astrology out loud and the guy goes what the fuck am I saying <laughs> you know and I feel like that all the time yeah. and it was around dating and I was like well you know if you have that soulmate connection, this is what happened with your souls because you had that past life. But then this karmic thing is why it's coming back around. I'm like, who the fuck talks about dating like this? Like, but it seems so normal. It's, for us yeah, it's so like normal for us now. Like, the, <laughs> I was thinking about that night when we were at Teal's house, and it's like, okay, who's in the soul group? Okay, so what's <laughs> happening up on the ship? <laughs> like. <laughs> I know we sound insane. We sound insane. <laughs> oh my God. But it's so funny. It's so yeah. funny. Well, I think the thing is that like, cause I've been for me, if I'm giving like you a session, for example, I feel like, like I'm out. Like it's not even, I feel like I'm, it's, I'm not even there. Like mm -hmm. I'm just vessel. And then when we're, when we're hanging out, it's just me. Right. But sometimes you guys will ask me things and I'm like, do I answer this as a psychic right now? It's like, uh, it's that look. And I was, who was I talking to about this? I've noticed this with people. They'll be like, oh, I want you to meet my, I want you to meet my, my boyfriend. I want you to meet my girlfriend. I'm like, okay. 
right? Or like, I want to show you a picture of like this guy that I'm dating. Okay, cool. And I'm like, oh, looks cute. And they look at, they give me that look. And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, give me more. Yeah. They're like, what's your read? I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, that's not how this, like, no, no. Yeah. Right. But it's just funny because sometimes I struggle with this where it's just a different thing because I'm not reading people all the time, mm-hmm. but things, people think you are, people think I am. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I really don't need to know all your stuff. I really have no interest. But then at the same time, there are things that are just so obvious to me, like as obvious as like, I'm not tuning in, but it's as obvious as you have brown hair. It's like, I'm just looking at somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the same way if I was smiling and I'm telling you, I'm really pissed right now, you'd be like, really? Cause you're smiling. Right. Yeah. And that's how it feels for me. Sometimes like my friends will be asking me for my opinion. So like, I want to know what you think. And I'm telling them and they're like, well, what about this? And what? And I'm like, no, I'm not like telling you my opinion. It's like, I'm li- it's seeing it happen. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this is the way, <laughs> but then I struggle with that. Cause I don't want to like tell someone, I don't know. It's that, it's that balance. I feel like with your close friends, you can do that though. Yeah. But, like you should be able to say like, okay, here's just like me, Christina, like mm-hmm. giving my opinion or like I'm getting this intuitive information. Can you tell the difference? No, not, not always. Mm. Unless you, yeah, I think you should say. Yeah. Cause that's important. I mean, it's, it's, it's not fully separated at a certain point. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, Cause I'm just like picking up stuff the same way you walk in my house and you can see what I'm wearing. Yeah. You know? I think I usually just assume most of what you say is like, you've seen it. Like it's a, Oh, okay. You assume is that, that not the case? No, I guess that's kind of true. Mm. I guess that's kind of true. But I think sometimes it's like, okay, let's say you start dating somebody and you're like, do you think I should keep dating him? And in that moment I'm like, okay, should I answer as me? Or, mm. but like, what if me is like, I could answer as me and say one thing, or am I supposed to tap in here, <laughs> which might mm-hmm. be a different answer. Mm. And then which one do I share? And oh, I could just ask, but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, especially in yeah. those snap moments. Cause I'm like, Oh, well, I don't want to give them bad advice, mm-hmm. but like, if you didn't ask me to tap in, right. Somebody like you, I will usually just like, I just will tap in. Cause I'm assuming you want me to like about yeah. dating. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I usually assume like you are tapping in, but it's still like Christina's opinion. Yeah. Unless I would, it would actually be really helpful to know like ahead of time, (laughs) Hey, I'm tapping in. Like I actually have no um, attachment to this at all. Like Mm -hmm. this is straight coming from intuition. Just so you know, I think at this point, and cause I've been kind of tracking this over time, right? At this point, it's so much less separated than it mm. was for a while. Like the more I channel, the more it's just like my default. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just my, my default. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Whereas before it was more of a, let me like consciously tap in here, mm. you know? Yeah. Now it's become more effortless, yeah. but I feel I'm just being honest about how I feel. I feel like I have had to get, I mean, more discerning about my boundaries 
for many reasons. One of which is it's like people will want to be close to me because they think that I can give them information. Mm. And I'm like, no, that's like side door energy. Have we talked about this on the podcast? Where was I talking about this? Or was it my mastermind? I don't know. This side door energy thing really like annoys me. Hey, do you want to go get lunch? And I know they want to get lunch because they want me to give them business advice. Mm. Like that's side door energy, right? Mm-hmm. Co- come through the, yeah, come through the front door. Like, hey, I need help with this. Can I book a session? Yeah. Yeah. You let know? me pay you for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's definitely that like fine line for me. I don't know. I'm happy to tap into things for my friends, but it's like when people feel entitled to it, that then I start to get a little like what's going, going on here. And yeah. then I get really nervous because I don't ever want somebody to like outsource things to me. Right. Like mm-hmm. I don't want somebody to get dependent on my opinion. Cause that happens yeah. sometimes and I'm like, my, like your opinion is more important than my opinion. You know, like, like, you know, you know, yeah. and sometimes people will start to like every single thing. I just wanted to check in on what you think. And there's like this fine line where I'm like, no, like my, I'm not, I'm not the word of God. Like I, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. that it's something that's hard for me with friendships for sure. If you feel like you could use a little bit of extra stress reduction, maybe some extra sleep support, which let's be honest, I think we we could all use a, a little more sleep, a little deeper sleep and something to help us wind down and relax. This is why I'm obsessed with Organifi chocolate gold specifically. I truly think this is one of the best inventions. Is it an invention? I don't know. Concoctions, recipes, whatever. Organifi chocolate gold is literally one of the best tasting things I've ever come across in my life. And that's saying something because we all know I was a food blogger for a while. It tastes like the most delicious creamy hot chocolate with a slight golden milk twang. The chocolate gold has has more hot chocolate-esque flavor to me than golden milk, but it has this really unique flavor that I'm just obsessed with. It's so comforting and warm. And what I love about it is you literally just have to add a scoop into hot water. I don't add any nut milk or anything and it tastes so good. But what's amazing about chocolate gold is it has all of the ingredients that I probably would otherwise take in capsule form that help me wind down, relax, and get a good night's sleep, including superstars like reishi mushroom, queen of the mushrooms, one of my favorite adaptogens, amazing for her grounding effects, calming the system down, regulating our cortisol response. Turkey tail, another adaptogenic mushroom that is incredible for boosting the immune system. It has antiviral properties. It is great for recovery supports and amazing for digestion. Lemon balm, known as the calming herb, supports relaxation and helps you get a better quality of sleep. And magnesium, of course, magnesium being one of the most important minerals in the body and incredible for supporting rest and relaxation, winding you down before bed and helping to relieve any anxiety, aches, pains. We all know I'm a big, big magnesium girl. Chocolate gold is just jam-packed with everything you need to wind down before bed and so much more delicious and convenient than taking supplements or herbs in another way. So it's my favorite little nightcap. Tastes so good. Who could turn down a healthy hot chocolate with all those benefits? And it's sugar-free. If you saw my Instagram stories, I'm not joking. I have 15 of these 
stocked up because I can't live without it. I'm, I'm that intense. So if you want to get your hands on some, you know, get the, the final jars that I haven't already purchased, then go to Organifi.com slash CTC. You can check out Chocolate Gold and all of the other incredible products that I literally live off of. They're so delicious. Again, Organifi.com slash CTC. My code CTC will get you 20% off your order. And that's spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC. Get your hands on some chocolate golds and some other goodies because we know you won't be able to stop. And be sure to tag me on Instagram so I can hear what you think. I struggled with that recently too, where I was like, I think a lot of times with, um, you know, you're psychic, you're an mm-hmm. intuitive. And for me, I was like, uh, that's better information yeah, than what I have, you know? And that was a lesson. And also like being able to trust myself or not like completely ignoring how I'm perceiving a situation or yeah. like, you know. Well, yeah, like you have to listen to your body, you know, yeah. like, I mean, I think about for myself, I have intuitives I go to when I'm too close to something. And I would say probably, this is so funny as I think about this, it maybe sounds like it doesn't make sense, but that I really trust. And I probably listen to them 50% of the time. But Mm. to me, like when they're saying something in my whole body, I'm like, no, that's just as helpful because I got the answer I needed. It might not have been what they said, like what they said. I was like, yeah, no. But from that, no, I got my yes. Right. I figured Mm -hmm. out what I needed. And that's the thing about intuitive information. It's, it's nuanced. And people have asked this many times in the last few weeks, especially of like, well, what does it mean if like a psychic says something that doesn't resonate? Right. And I'm like, I mean, there's so many reasons why that can happen. First of all, there are so many frequencies that different intuitives are tapping into. They could be, you know, like depending on where you tap in me reading your energy right now is going to be a different answer than if I'm tapping into like on a soul level or Akashic records, it's different Mm -hmm. information, right? Like if I'm reading your relationships are a great example. Let's say somebody's saying, you know, I want to know about my relationship. Let's say somebody is tuning into your dynamic with, with this guy you're dating next to you. And they're reading the energy between you. And maybe you guys have a lot of like, you've been fighting a lot, mm-hmm. right? So you're picking up on, yeah, there's like some stuff here. I don't think this is, this is solid versus tapping in on the soul level and looking at the contract, Right on that higher level, it's like, y'all are going to have a baby. Like y'all are like, have a solid foundation. So you Mm -hmm. might be working through some crap, right. But on, on this higher, like soul level that it would be a different read. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like a different read of information because we're always emitting things. It's, it's the same thing as, I don't know if I'm, if I have a bad day and I'm like spewing low frequency energy, you're going to get a different opinion of me than if you're tapping into like my soul records and like the personality Right. Yeah. So you can be tapping into different frequencies. You can be, there's a level of interpretation, right. For people. And like, this is what has been, this is what's hard for me is, and we've talked about this, especially recently. I'm like the number of people who, I mean, people hear what they want to hear. Yeah. And sometimes people will come back to me and like, well, you said this in the session. I'm like, I did not say that. (laughs) I said this. Right. And people will, will hear it in the way that they're available for, or they'll completely have selective hearing, right? They don't, they don't want to hear that whole portion of it. And so I'm like, well, I can't control how you, 
how you receive what I said, but let's listen back to the recording because I promise I didn't say that. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people will interpret it in the way that they're available for. And sometimes, sometimes the guides will give, will, will tell someone to say something. Like, so, and I've had this happen where I'm getting information and I say it and I can see the reaction on that person's body. Mm-hmm. And that was the point for me to say something so they would feel no. Right. And that's part of like on a large level, them learning their own discernment and trusting themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I think the interpretation piece, right. Like I don't, I, I use the baby example a lot. Like you could see a baby and that could mean a baby and somebody could be like, you're going to get pregnant. Right. Or somebody could say you are pregnant or somebody could say, there's going to be a birth of a new project. There's going to be a birth of a new stage of your life. Like there's all of that interpretation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where it's like, you take everything with a grain of salt. And whenever I'm receiving information that's intuitive, I'm always thinking about like, where did that come from? What they said, mm-hmm. right? Like if it's not yeah. quite landing, I'm like, where would they get that? And I can usually figure out where they got that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, or if they're like, you know, I think you're going to be a, I think you're going to be an astronaut. And I'm like, astronaut, are you seeing, <laughs> are you seeing something about NASA? Cause my uncle works there. Right. It's like that kind of thing. Mm. And they're like, oh yeah, that that's it. I'm like, oh yeah, actually there's something related to my uncle. I need to reach out to him. So we, we went from, I should be an astronaut to like, I need yeah. to talk to my uncle. My oh, uncle doesn't work for NASA, just so you know, <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like there's all yeah. of those nuances, yeah. which is why there's, it, it's so important to have that level of responsibility with just receiving information the same way, you know, people scroll social media. I don't know how to eat. This person says keto. This person says vegan, this person. And I'm like, oh my God, you have to be able to receive information. Yeah. And not give your power away to it. It's all just the same, the same way as we've talked about this. I'm trying to be very clear. I'm like, I know everybody else doesn't seem to want to give their opinion. That's fine. If you guys don't like who I ever date, you need to tell me. <laughs> I would prefer some unsolicited advice. <laughs> now I now you feel know. like I'm in a place where, where like I'm in a place in your life. Mm-hmm. Like we have a connection now mm-hmm. where I'll tell you anything. Yeah. You yeah. know, of course, hundred <laughs> percent. I'd be like, Christina, what are you doing? Do you feel like you've been like that in the last couple months? <laughs> been like what? Just like said what you, what you think about dating stuff. <laughs> um, and are you like that with other people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think well, within like, since I've gotten to know you and we've become mm-hmm. closer and just my, like through the energy work and everything that, that I've done, I've transformed yeah. a lot. So in the past, I think going back to what we were talking about earlier, like I did feel like I wasn't fully authentically myself in relationships. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I am, but like not everybody can like receives it well or like I don't know if that makes sense but now I would definitely like anything that's going on I would I would tell you okay good yeah I feel like a lot of people don't know what it's like to have an honest relationship until you do yeah you know what I'm saying you know what you know yeah you only know what you know you you don't know and until Mm -hmm. you until you do you know yeah Yeah. and and people be like oh you're my one friend I can tell things to I'm like why can't you tell things to everybody Yeah. And it depends how you show, like you get to decide, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think, yeah, being friends with you, it gave me that permission. Yeah. Almost not that I needed it, but, but I then saw that it was 
possible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, that's how I'm going to do things now, yeah. whether or not people reciprocate that energy yeah. or receive it well. You only need one example. I mean, I can think of people in my life. It's like I met them and I was like, holy shit, this is my new standard. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know that was possible. And then I was like, universe, we're recalibrating to this. I, I need this this type of dynamic like where it's actually equilibrium. I know for me, mm-hmm. I didn't know for so long what it felt like to have a relationship where I was actually receiving the same amount I was giving. Yeah. And what I thought was neutral was always me overgiving. And then when I finally had a relationship where I was like, holy shit, this person is like pouring into me as much as I pour into them. It felt so good. Mm-hmm. And that person didn't resent me. They wanted to. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I I need this everywhere. Yeah. You That's like it. A light switch. Yeah. And then you have a totally different perspective on those other relationships and you realize, oh shit, that was one-sided. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The things that get normalized mm-hmm. in your reality because of, I mean, you are the combination of the people you spend the most time with. 100%. You know? So if you have a bad example or maybe you don't even know that it's bad or not that it's bad it's just the way that it is and if that's what you're around all the time Mm -hmm. that's how you're that's how you're going to be yeah 100 tying this together because i want you to answer this everybody listens to the this podcast knows me very well Mm -hmm. we're a family right what do you think people don't know about me that they should know Ooh, like you see my you see you're like you're around me a lot well, I was recently in the, um, I went through no BS biz mm-hmm. school and you just kind of wrapped that up and mm-hmm. we had that two day long intensive thing. And I went to that, um, virtual kind of thing. And I was pleasantly surprised in the way that you, like you showed up to that the exact same way you would show up if you like just hosted everybody in your, in your house and we were all hanging out here with just like us like close girlfriends yeah you know like you you show up the same and you give everyone the same energy no matter where where you are so like people that that know you through the podcast and like um but have never met you in real life like you're literally the same (laughs) that's good (laughs) you're exactly the same that's good and it's so refreshing because you're like yeah I think so many people put on this show or they're kind of fake on social media or whatever it is. And you're just so not that way. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. What about, I'm trying to think of anything just like funny. You see what I eat. (laughs) What what is it like to eat with me? (laughs) Oh my God. It's so funny. This is hilarious because like Kaylee, every time I'm going to come over, she's like, what diet are you on now? Like, should I buy anything? Well, I just remember, (laughs) I remember a few months ago when I felt bad because you were like, you were just so at your wits end. Like you did not feel good at all. Yeah. Like everything I eat is making me feel like crap. Mm -hmm. And you would just come over with like (laughs) your, your notebook where you had written down (laughs) all these foods and, and you were like, can you please just help me like workshop this? Like, I don't know what to eat. Like, am I really only allowed to eat milk? Like that can't be right. (laughs) And we would just sit for hours and be like, okay, let's map this out. Um, but it's been really like working in the Mm -hmm. nutrition space. It's really eye opening and just interesting being friends with you because Everything that I've learned about nutrition just doesn't apply to you. I, okay. And yeah. it's made me realize how like 
like you can learn all these things and nutrition science and and all this stuff about like how to balance blood sugar and hormones and everything. And it's like, that can, that can be true, but everybody is so different. Yeah. And you really need to, to listen to everyone's individual body. And sometimes that means throwing everything you've learned out the window. Totally. I mean, that's, I feel like that's been my life. It's like the trigger point, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm such a perfectionist. I can follow instructions in my body. N- nothing makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I say that to people and I feel like they don't really get it. And I'm like, I feel like unless you know me well, you, you can't get it. What I mean, like, it's so bizarre or even I feel like, you know, my close friends see what I'm talking about where I'm like, my spirit guides are mad that I'm not doing this. And so I'm like having all these symptoms. I'm not, I like, this is literally how my life is. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in surrender. <laughs> and yeah, you do it. You do that well though. Like at first you're frustrated, but then like, it's, it's so interesting to watch because then you really do um, follow the guidance mm-hmm. and it works. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. I'm like, it's so interesting. I always think I'm like, what would me five years ago think of me? <laughs> you know what I mean? I think about that too. Me and Sam talk about that. We'd be like, what do you we think? would have us committed to really? the insane asylum. I think I would be open. <laughs> I, I know I would be open to it. I think I would be like, this is cool. Um, It'd just be so foreign. I think yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. You'd be like, what? I do not recognize that person, but not in a bad way. I'm just like, what? Yeah. We would be friends. Yeah. Sam doesn't think we'd be friends. I think, yeah, I think had, had we met at any other point in our life, we would definitely be friends. I think we would just connect, mm-hmm. but n- no, Sam. What no. did it say on our pattern app? I, I was going to bring this up. I was going to bring up something I saw on my pattern, pattern app. I feel like I'm friends with a lot of people on there mm-hmm. and there's no one I get more notifications about than us and our friendship. Really? And it always is saying like, you guys know each other on such a deep level. Like you mm-hmm. just connect so easily. Mm-hmm. And I always get, yeah, I always get messages about you and like, what's going to happen in your life. I love when you said that. The pattern app is so accurate. It, it actually scary. freaks me out. Yeah, it's scary. I'm not joking. I bring. I feel like I bring up the pattern app on every podcast, <laughs> but it honestly is so good. How do they do it? I don't know. I So I got this one this morning and I was like, shit. And that's why I had to push this podcast because this is so random. But so I've been writing a lot of poetry recently. Oh my God, it's just been that. like flowing out of me and it's been so cathartic. And I'm like writing this. It's like, I mean, I'm just channeling it. Yeah. But, and that's how it started. I've never been somebody who writes poetry, but it's like, I just hear it in my head. I'm like, I need to write this. And wow. I've written a ton of poetry and I'm like, wow, I didn't know I had that. Like, I didn't know I had that. Oh my gosh. I want to read it. pain in me. <laughs> like, uh, it really has been bringing me back to my younger self. I feel like this has been a huge theme for me. Like a lot of stuff from when I was in high school, we've talked about this is like coming back around, even like the way I eat, like stuff I'm doing in my free time, like things that I'm just, I feel like I'm really integrating that again. And there was that whole piece of me during that time when I was just so depressed that, but that was also my creative inspiration. And I was super creative and I, I was very like in my feels and you know, creating from that space. And so the stuff is coming through and I'm like, I feel like I'm channeling my 18 year old self. Oh my gosh. But it's so cathartic for me. 
And I'm like, anyway, I read this and it triggered, it was like a stream of like six different poems. And so I came back and I was like, I need to write all of these. And so I wrote them all and I sat there and I was like reading them. After I write it, I like to read it out loud, mm-hmm. you know, because it just has a different energy. Totally. And I was shook. I was like, oh my God, I'm like going to cry. <laughs> it was like a whole thing. Oh, I love but that. It said, at times, I'll just read the the first part. At times you might feel responsible for helping everyone. It's like there's no choice but to take on their burdens. But no matter how much you help, it's not enough. There's a pressure to do more. Possibly your insecurities might lead you to sacrifice your needs. Wow. The definition of an empath. Yeah. Yeah, and it came up in a in a conversation yesterday with somebody. She was like, you know, you always talk about how much you want to help people. Like that is your why for everything. It's always, well, how I'm angling it. And she's like, but what if you focusing on like how you best help yourself and love your life is the best way you help people? Like, mm-hmm. why do those have to be separate? And I'm like, I don't think of them as separate, but I, I lead naturally with what's helping other people because that gives me joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can totally relate to that. But I think that is such good advice. It is. Because people are so observant. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're impacting people's lives every day. Just we all are Mm -hmm. just by being ourselves and living. Yeah. Well, this is what I've really realized over time. It's been a lot of evidence towards this for anybody, because I'm sure a lot of people listening are the same way, right? Like wanting to put other people first. And what I realized is that, and this has been a lot with, like you have seen me go through all of these emotions, especially in the last year of all of the things I've released, right? And a lot of hard decisions and a lot of really emotional things with relationships. Like, I feel like I've been rocked the last year, like really hard. Like, Like, I haven't been rocked that hard since I was 20 you know, and it just felt like in every, every direction and in evaluating everything going on and feeling into that and thinking about like, how did I get here? Right. Or how do I get in these cycles where I step into this and then I want to get out of it? Things like that. I was thinking about how many choices I make that, or I have made in the past where I told myself it was because I wanted to do it. And really it was the pressure I was feeling from other people. So, and, and I'll tie this even into like generator living in response. And so it would be like, you know, maybe I have 10 people saying, oh, I really want to work with you in this capacity. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm lit up from that. And that was something that came into my environment that I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. And so I do it and then I get in. I'm like, I don't want to be doing this. And so how did that mm-hmm. happen? That happened because I was lit up by them being excited about it. And how much of that was me, like my ego getting fed of like, people want this from me and it's going to help people because they're asking for it versus, but would I do that if they didn't want that from me? Right. And this, this came up Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. I had somebody who, uh, and this happens a lot. And I love when people share like what they would love more of. Right. But I had somebody who I've worked with for a while who I adore. And she was like, I would love if you offered this. I was like, she was like, I would love that. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And immediately I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that at all. 
And <laughs> and there was not even uh there was no pull. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. But thank you. Like I appreciate when people share that with me. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. It was one of those moments where, you know, like when you rewire your brain and you have a moment where you respond completely different to how you would have a year ago and you can kind of see that play out in your head of like, oh, this other version of me would have done this. <laughs> and you mm-hmm. see that. And I had that side by side moment where I was like, me a year ago would have been like, yeah, I should do it. And yeah. I realized how much I was doing because I was like, I should do this. Like I ha- I have to do this as, as part of the mission, as serving people. Like I'm here to show up, but in the process, mm-hmm. was that really lighting me up or was it just what everybody else wanted from me? And I feel people's energy so intensely. Like when someone wants something from me, I can feel it so much so that I can think it's mine. So I've had to really learn to discern that. And that's, I mean, that has been something for me, like as I've reflected on all of my significant romantic relationships, I have really thought about like how many times I was dating people, you know, whether that was even for like three months or six or whatever it was. And I was like, I've really questioned in the past if I felt that way or if I felt them feel that way. And so I was just going with it. Oh my God. That's such, it's like such a mind blowing moment. Cause yeah, now that's making me think back. Cause we're very similar. Yeah. That we're way. very similar. That and way. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, was I just reflecting back? Yeah. What they were feeling. And that's something that in the, the book, the book I channeled on love, like mm-hmm. that really shook me. There's they brought, there are all kinds of moments and you like, like, you know, I wrote, that book was a very different process for me. Yeah. Like I had to go through it. Right. And I was, it was a lot slower. I mean, it still did it in two weekends, but just my writing process was, was slower because I would channel something and I would sit there and I would, I would literally just sit there for like two hours and think about it. It's like, Oh my God, I'm triggered. (laughs) I bet I'm triggered. I started to just question everything and things like that. I was like, Oh my God. Right. And I think, because I think about, think about like empathy. Right. And I'm sure I know I've been like this since I was a kid. I remember this is the memory that comes up so strongly. And this is where I remember thinking I'm different. I was really Mm. young. Did you ever see the movie Ray? I don't think so. Really sad movie, you know, about Ray Charles. And it was like, there was a scene, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but where he was blind and something happened and, and he was, it was very emotional. And I was watching it with my family and I just burst out in aggressive tears. Like, and I was heaving and I was, I was like heaving and like going, like having a full trauma response to my body because yeah. in that moment I was watching it and I was feeling it in my body. Like it was happening to me. Like I was experiencing it that intensely. Wow. And my, my parents were like, it's okay. Like, it's just a movie. Like it was sad, but yeah. And they're looking at me and I was like in a full, I'm experiencing this. Like I, I can't be in this body. Like I need to get out like full blown, you know, as a kid. Yeah. And that was when I realized people don't feel other people's pain as intensely as I do. Mm -hmm. Right. Or when I would tell my parents, I need you to turn off the news. I was like, I'm crawling. I'm like, I can't see this. Right. Because I was feeling it in my body. Like it was my own, what Mm -hmm. I was hearing. Oh my God. The news. Right. And, and I was you know, over time connecting, like, and I would tell myself there's something wrong with me. Other people don't, don't get, don't feel this intensely. And, and it caused a lot of issues for me growing up, you know, Mm -hmm. anyway, 
And I'm like, okay, if I can feel that level of empathy, right? Like I feel other people's pain, their sadness. And I'm like, well, what about love? Yeah. And what about friendship? And I think this is a really common thing I talk about with a lot of clients too, where people are like, I, why do I keep having friends that just take advantage of me or, you know, mooch off of me or they betray me? It's a really common thing I feel in like for a lot of like, I don't know, intuitives I work with or empaths healers that taking like getting taken advantage of. Yeah. And it's like, and they're like, how did I not see it? And then you start, I, I start to think about well, how much of it was, you know, they are, they really want to be around you. And so the same way, if they were in a lot of, let's say they were crying, you would feel that in your body. Like, oh my gosh, I can feel this the same way you would feel it that way. You are feeling, oh, I really, they really want to be around me. And you're interpreting it as I really want to be around them. Mm. And then you get in the dynamic. Oh my God. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's got to be like the hardest. Yeah. As you're, as you're saying that I'm like, where is that showing up in my life or where has it showed up in the past? Cause mm-hmm. that's got to be the hardest part mm-hmm. of being, um, yeah. Feeling other people's stuff is, is that getting really good at discerning is this mine or is this theirs. I mean, it's true for everybody. People do this all the time. Yeah. I mean, just think about the number of people we've probably met in our lives. Let's use dating. Cause this is the best example, <laughs> right? Where you're looking at your friend dating this person that is treating them poorly. And this, and, and your friend is like in love with this person. And you're like, what? Yeah, it's so confusing. <laughs> right. Are they really in love with that person? Or are they feeling how much that person likes them? Right. And that's feeding their ego is, is one part of it, right? It's like, it feels good to be loved or are they feeling their emotions in their body, interpreting it as that's my mine. Mm. There are so many different angles. Totally. Yeah. And I think it goes back to what we were talking about in the previous podcast of like spending time alone. Yeah. That's the only time when you will, and you have to practice like identifying how you're feeling mm-hmm. and like asking yourself about it yeah, to then really know how to move forward in the best way for yourself. Yeah. That's like the only way to do it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, that's why I'm like, I need a lot of alone time for that reason Mm -hmm. because I I feel like it take, it can take me a long time to actually get to a place where I'm like, this is me fully. Yeah. Nobody else's thoughts are in my head. I mean, even just think about music that people are playing music in the background all the time and all that's in your subconscious. Mm hmm. And I've talked, I'm like the music thing. Oh my God. I wonder how much of my anxiety and depression was from all the music I was listening to. Mm. Cause I was taking on the energy. What, what type of music were you listening to in the past? I mean, I just, I mean, I mean, I listened to a lot of hip hop and rap and I listened to a lot of like indie, just like very emotional. I mean, and even Taylor. I love her. I love her. But like how much made me feel like everything was a lot more dramatic than it really was. Oh my God. <laughs> I've never liked Taylor. Oh my God. I'm, I'm a super fan. I'm such a super fan. I no, but I think it was more of, and I've, I've recognized this a lot, like a lot of like hip hop I listened to for a long time when I took that out and I did like a music cleanse, I was like, holy shit, my anxiety is so much lower. Mm. It's I wonder so what would fun. happen if it's so funny. I yeah. mean, we're, we're, sh- we're transferring energy all the time. You know, we're like feeling other people's stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I have like these two distinct personalities when it comes to music, Mm -hmm. like when I'm working and like meditating or, um, or just going for a walk or something. I, I mostly listen to just binaural beats or just relaxing music without words. But then like on my drive over here, I was playing like aggressive hip hop because I just felt like listening to it. Or like if I'm in the gym, that's what I listen to. Because it pumps me up. Oh, I'm I like, know. how is this affecting me? I wonder. It definitely is. I mean, I still listen to that kind of stuff sometimes, but I have to like, I have to watch it. I have to watch it. Cause that I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's very much my, my style. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the NorCal in us. Yeah. <laughs> like, we grew up on that. Yeah. We, grew, we grew up on that. You can't People always away. laugh at me for my music taste. I'm like, oh, <laughs> six, five, oh, da bay. Did you have like, did, oh my God. <laughs> e 40. Oh my God. Did you ever have one of those shirts that said, do you remember those shirts that said 650 Da Bay? No. You never had, those were like a. But I was in a different, I was in a different area. Oh my God. They were, oh, that's true. Oh my God. They were like the biggest thing. And I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Teenagers in the Bay Area are insane. Oh, we are crazy. Oh, like I didn't realize until I went away to college and was meeting people from all these different states and places. I was like, wow. Like I felt the same. We're just completely nuts. <laughs> it, same. And I was like, and people were going to, I'm sorry. People were going to college parties. Like, oh my God, this is so crazy. I'm like, this is a joke. Yeah. You're Come like, to the Bay nothing. Area. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. The, the crazy shit. I'm like, <laughs> I wonder why. Like why? It's not like that anywhere else. I feel. <laughs> I mean, it's gotta be in some other areas. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I feel like. New York kids are pretty like in their own way. Mm. I feel like East Coast has its own pockets like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the coasts. Yeah, the, I think the coast. I mean, I think there's. I'm gonna be. I mean, where there, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what is it about the coasts? <sighs> <laughs> this might sound like judgy, you know, but mm. I mean, I think about. Okay. First of all, I think about the number of high schools, for example, in my, in the area was way more than other people I knew. So it's Mm -hmm. like a lot of my friends from college, I would talk about this and they're like, yeah, we only had like four or five schools. I'm like, I mean, we had like 20, 25 schools in the span of 20 minutes. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of kids. There's like a high population density, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think there's that. And I think there's also, so, so there's like number of people right? Things get a little crazier. I, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Access to resources. Mm-hmm. Houses. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Not used responsibly. Yeah. You know, like it was fun. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. God, I, it feels like another lifetime. I know when I tell people like you stopped drinking before you turned 21. They're like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I was. I was I'm like, out. when you when you grew up in the bay, y- yeah, your liver has had it. You're by over the time it. You're 21. I mean, I think in high school, I feel like most of my friends, like by by the end of senior year, most of my friends were like, we're over it. Yeah. We're, we're kind of there's like a group of us that were like, yeah, I'm I'm over it. <laughs> you know, I was like done, tired, I'm over it. Yeah. So anyway, so fascinating. Maybe we can get into some <laughs> wild stories some other time. Oh my god, we should not. I don't go even. There. I don't even know what we just talked about, but <laughs> here we are. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we're gonna wrap up there. So uh, thank you all for listening in. Let us know uh, if you have any follow up questions. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
I love these kind of episodes though. They're so fun. <laughs> They're so fun. All that right. Was great. Great, great. Hope you enjoyed it. You can find Camille on Instagram at Camille Madri- Mar- <laughs> what? At Camille Marie underscore nutrition. That's right. I've memorized yes. it. And you can find me at Christina the Channel. <laughs> Hope you liked this episode. Hope you liked it. All right. Sending you lots of love. We will talk to you again in a future episode.